Welcome to TV Told Me. This is Ide. Hey, everyone. This is Kelly. Kelly, um, a major thing happened last week. Um, King Charles was coronated. I don't know. It was a coronation. So do you say he was coordinated? Cor- coordinated. He was coordinated. <laughs> I. Uh, he was made king. I literally, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I need to reevaluate my life because... I just happened to open up my computer, my like splash page, first page is New York Times, and I see Charles getting his fancy hat. And I was like, what? That's that's a thing? That's happening? I I don't know what I've been, no idea. Missed the whole thing, but I was like, okay, well, let let's watch the memes. Let's watch the memes come through. I will so- say this. I personally believe that the reason maybe half of the audience watched is to see what was going to happen between Harry and his brother, William, and the rest of his family. Like, I don't want to say anything against King Charles, but I mean, you're an older gentleman. Most people are into coronations anyway. Um, But people were reporting about every single step that Harry took during this thing. (laughs) They were on it. I feel bad for Harry. Like, that's... That's like a spotlight he he did not want. I, I was surprised he went. Like, I didn't know how that was all going to go down. But I mean, I guess your dad is your dad, so. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I was excited that he, I mean, I was happy that he went because there are certain family events that, like, even if you're, even if you're not in the best situation with someone, mm-hmm. you can never go back and be like, oh, yeah, I should have went to that. I'm sorry I missed that. Like, you know what I mean? But it makes it harder because everybody in the whole world is watching you because yeah. you you did a sit-down interview with Oprah, then you did a Netflix special, and then you wrote a book called mm-hmm. Spare, which I read. And let me just say this. I think the things that they were advertising about the book that were like shock value <laughs> were whatever. I will say he spends like three chapters <laughs> where you're like oh he's probably let it go he said three chapters <laughs> talking about his frostbitten penis uh, like oh. he would let it go and he'd be like and then I was at the wedding but oh I had that frostbite and then he's <laughs> like and then I started getting coffee but that frostbite was on my I was just like okay can you stop bringing this up <laughs> then he like tells you how Those he goes and he's like Harry <laughs> No, not again with the frozen <laughs> he tells you how he goes to the special doctor and he explains to the doc like I'm like I don't need to Worship. be this is not the part of a tell all that I want but anyway <laughs> that part wasn't what I wanted but I will say and I also there was parts of the book where I was like oh like I think Prince Harry is a nice dude I also think he might be one of those guys that tells you way too much where you're just <laughs> like um there's really no need for all of this (laughs) and not even about like his like frostbite situation just about other things where it's just like you know you you don't need to like add in other things like the most shocking part of the book which I found to be disrespectful and it had nothing to do and like nobody has ever brought it up Mm. but he was talking about like when he was little they used to go to some castle I wasn't even into it to really look that up but anyway it was some castle that they went to 
and you couldn't really lock the doors and it was like everything was like really connected Mm. so he was saying like you and you had to like go through rooms to get to other rooms and he said like his dad had like a polo accident which is king Mm. charles and because of that he used to do these headstands and when he did them (laughs) he would do them in his underwear so he would like go open the door and he would see his dad doing a handstand in his underwear and his dad would be like no no don't come in and then you know he'd leave and go to another room I don't know why you needed to say that (laughs) you know what I mean like I know that that's like like not the most like jaw-dropping thing but I also feel like that's private right like it has nothing to do with you or your life (laughs) it's nothing to move the book forward but I will forever know that King Charles does handstands in his underwear one good on you that you're able to do a handstand but two there's just no need for me to know that absolutely not I want the ghostwriter to be like think back did you ever have an awkward encounter with your father and like that's the story that came out but then you're like yeah yeah nobody nobody needs to know that that's not an actual life story I I I see I see what you went through wow you you thank you the people and then it yeah they can buy it and letting us know it is (laughs) not worth it (laughs) it was just a lot well no I will say there was parts I mean there was parts where I was just where I I like really felt there was another part where I was just like you don't need to do that he basically talked about how his dad was like um really bullied when he was younger so he had this teddy bear that he carried all the time and even now he carries like the piece of cloth around Mm. which is fine like I think that's really sweet but that's also like not your story to tell, right? right. Exactly. That's for that person. It's not for you. And it's definitely not for you in a book. Yeah. Like, so I right. didn't really care for that. I would think Prince Harry would have like <laughs> a lot of things to tell about too, you know, but maybe, but maybe you're just a kid and you're just like, I don't really have the history because I'm just like hanging out, like drinking. The man is like 37 and he's been to war and had some type of drinking problem. He had plenty of stories to tell. So (laughs) like, why not just edit those out? Let's shorten this book a little bit. So it was just, um, yeah, it was things like that. But I will say, I, I think I have a better perspective of his relationship with his dad because he would say like, and this is the part where I was like, no, like this is a good story. I honestly, I've never thought about editing books, but I really wanted to edit this book. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. some of this needs to be taken out and some of this needs yeah. to be taken on. But anyway, he would like tell a story about how his dad would, they would be sitting at dinner and his dad wouldn't say anything to him. Mm. And then later on, he would like have a note in his room from his dad to say like oh you know I'm really proud of you like thanks for sharing this or whatever I love you so much okay good night and he would like think to himself like well why couldn't he just tell me that yeah Um, why why are we getting this letter but I think that he realized as he got older that his dad is just like really introverted Mm -hmm. um not in a weird way but well I don't know I don't know this personally yeah (laughs) his dad is just really introverted and so it's easier for him to write things than to say certain things which I was like I respect that you and yeah. like he definitely like gives him the respect in that way which I thought was lovely mm. um I will say the one thing that was very jarring to me is that <laughs> they are the royal family so I'm used to them being called Camilla Charles Diana 
Um, he yeah. calls his dad Pa, and he calls. Oh, oh yeah, he calls his brother Willie. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, not William. But wow. it's just like so he'd be like Pa and Willie came up to me, and I'm like, what type of backwoods what story? Appalachian Mountain are we on right now? <laughs> So it would just like throw me off because I'd be like the royal family. And then he'd be like me, Pa and Willie. And I'd be like, are you guys going to the crick? What is happening right now? What is like, it just kind of threw me off of what book I was listening to. Cause I was like, mm. um, and then he had like other, like really just like country names for people. I forgot what they were, but it was just like a few, just very country names where I was just like, what is happening right now? But yeah, he calls his dad, Pa. And it always threw me off. Cause I was like, that doesn't seem very British at all. Does he read his own book? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So straight from him. He does have a nice voice, though. I will say that his voice is very nice. But um, yeah, it, it made me just feel like, you know, he's the kind of person that says too much. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And his dad doesn't say anything. Wow. What like a, what a matchup. And oh, man. And he has, no, I will say he has, now for his dad, a lot of love. For his brother, mm. he feels like his brother is jealous of him. And I mean, he's uh, jealous of that hairline. Okay. Hey. <laughs> well, look, they must be in the same boat pretty soon because that back is coming to the front. Okay. <laughs> Not, uh, he ain't holding it down like he, like he was a couple years ago. It's definitely... That circle in the middle is expanding, which mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, if you're a royal person, I would think you would get hair plugs more than anybody else. Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> just keep like, them. Just rotate them, like, on the weekly. Yeah, like, people are getting hair plugs all the time, like, and then you can just disappear to, like, some random country for, like, six months or however long it takes to heal. So I just don't know why they were like, no, we're going to just do it the natural way. Not not that there's anything wrong with that, but it just feels like, you know, but maybe they're like, this is the way God made me. And I love that. I love the authenticity there. That's true. That's true. But I also, you know, don't know if they know it was an option. Do you have any thoughts on the coronation? I mean, I just watched some memes. I'm not an expert. Did you, um, you know, I only caught the picture where they apparently got Harry staring at Willie and, um, <laughs> and I love the people are like, okay, Camilla, the long con girl. Oh, I know. They were just like, yes. Camilla's giving side chicks everywhere hope. And I'm like, <laughs> Don't get too excited because the game ain't changed, people. The game ain't changed. Meghan Markle was like, you can just be anybody. Or like even Kate. Is that her name? Kate? Mm-hmm. You know, she's just a regular girl. And then, you know, she's in the royal family. She's she's Anne Hathaway. And then, yeah, the side check, the glow up. I mean, wow. No. I will say in the book, Harry does not really care for Camilla. Okay. <laughs> he thinks that she's very deceptive. And she, like, you know, kind of sold him out to the press a couple times. I was like, okay. So, um, yeah. And I think the press was, like, so funny. Well, I will say it was kind of sad because he walked in. So, like, a lot of things happened. I didn't watch the whole thing, so I'm not going to pretend mm-hmm. like I did. I watched mm-hmm. clips of it. <laughs> I watched mm-hmm. five-minute clips, so I watched 
it's probably like a two hour, three hour situation. I probably watched 15 minutes of it, but I was like, I get what's going on. (laughs) One thing that I saw where I was like, I think this uh, was not supposed to happen because it didn't make any sense. But basically Mm -hmm. King Charles arrives at his coronation, studded out, right? He's got the robes, he's got the stuff. He's lined up to go inside. Camilla has already gone. People are like, oh, Katie and William aren't here yet. And he's like, what the hell? But he's like, you know what? We got to get this show on the road. <laughs> so Camilla goes in. He's ready to go in. Guess who shows up? William and Kate and the kids. Mm. He is, you know, trying to keep a straight face. But I see it. Like, where y'all been? Like, we, we all knew the time. <laughs> on any other day, I would not care. So was it on purpose? Were they trying to make, you know, a fashionably late appearance or did something happen? I don't know. But I know King Charles didn't think they were supposed to come in after him because he was like, like his face was calm, but it still was like, you know what? Now who's coming in after me? Do you know what I mean? Because like, nobody's going to be like, oh, and then nobody comes, you know how like with like weddings or whatever, like when the bride comes, they close the doors and then people can't come in for a while. Well, they're not going to do that to William and Kate. So they, so he comes down in his dramatic fashion with the robes and stuff. And then after William and his family comes and I was just like, that's nah, that's not how they planned that. I don't know what y'all did here, but y'all, y'all messed this up. Mm, mm. So, yeah. Um, And I will say, I was, I mean, the fashion was not where I wanted it to be. Mm. Like, I I will say, I feel like William and Kate's family, they had the robes, they had the the crowns, they had uh, the jewelry, they were ready. They have the ambiance, okay. Camilla, you have waited, you know, 60 years for this moment. Mm. yes did you have a dramatic train yes but the dress wasn't given for me it was just kind of all right like I feel like if you are gonna be the queen of all side chicks you need to be like it is what it is but you know what this woman is in her 70s I think she's like y'all know what it is (laughs) I need to be comfortable I need to have some orthopedic (laughs) shoes that don't look like it I need to sit down oh my gosh I love it. I'm, I was trying, I'm trying to like, look at looks, but I don't know. They're trying to sell me some dress on Shein or something to, (laughs) (laughs) well, anyway, so they come in, they sit in the front row. Prince Harry sits three rows back because he came in with his cousin and they say he can't sit on the the rows with the Royals. So he comes in with his cousins. Um, Mm -hmm. and then right after the coronation, he leaves by himself and he goes back to California and people are just like, oh, you should have stayed. You should have whatever. But I think that would have probably made it more awkward. I don't know. But such is life. Yeah, exactly. Like, wow. That's, um, wow. You know, you know what? Good for them. They're, they're, they made it. They made it through. And, you know, there is not so much side eye. It doesn't seem like, like everybody was just like, okay, this is what we're doing. You know, we, we really don't need a monarch, but we're just going to go through with this. And, uh, but I mean, the amount of press and money they have come in every time they do something like it, not that that person, not that they have power as a monarch, but just the amount of like eyes they get on certain things. Like I can see it. 
you know, like it's fine. I could see how that would be a stressful lifestyle, but I could see why they would like keep doing what they're doing because, you know, they make a lot of money for the UK, honestly. They actually do. So Mm. I don't know. Now, how much they take, I don't know. I'm not balancing their books, but yeah. What I will say, coronations happening, all these things. Of course, I think I've said it before, I love Bridgerton. My sister did not know they were a series of books. I was like, they are. Um, <laughs> I also love Shonda Rhimes. And yes. so last weekend, she was like, what if I dropped a pre-Bridgerton book that has nothing to do with the books? And I was like, mm. Shonda Rhimes? Mm-hmm. Okay, that I didn't know. Okay. That's Shonda Rhimes produced yes. Bridgerton? It's gone. Yeah, I know, uh, but like, I didn't realize. She, wait, are you saying she wrote a book? Maybe I should. No, 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 no. The Bridgerton books are written by this other lady. So Shonda Rhimes produced it. She doesn't even write the show. She just produces it. But everybody knows that anything that Shonda Rhimes touches is a must-see. Bold. There's only one Shonda Rhimes show that I didn't watch. Actually, there's two. But that it was like one where it was like these doctors were like practicing internationally. And I watched like half an episode. Yeah. And everybody else felt the same as you do. Just staring into the air because <laughs> I don't think it aired more than two episodes. Mm. And then there was another show that I didn't see. But other than that, her shows are all like fire. Yes. So this weekend she was like, what if I give you a prequel that happens before any of these books were in existence mm. and we create our own, you know, we, we tell you about the queen of Bridgerton, Queen Charlotte. Okay. and how she came to be I and at first it. I was like oh yeah I'll check it out and then my sister watched it and she said oh it's good you should watch it and I was like okay so I watched it and I really enjoyed it now I will say this is it highly rated no <laughs> but it really just I mean listen but is, Brid- is Bridgerton highly rated I don't think so but I love it and I'm gonna watch every single time it comes out yeah so I was just like no so this and I will say this one like unlike other Bridgerton shows or whatever I mean I guess I don't know the funny thing about this one is I feel like it would have been better if they would have left out some of the sex scenes but in the Bridgerton world even in the books like that's like (laughs) in some ways the motivating factor for people to like keep reading or like watch the shows or whatever so they had to do something but anyway but I just felt like oh it could have been left out it would have been like a quality show but whatever um but basically it's about Queen Charlotte and how she becomes Queen Charlotte so she's like living in her country her brother's like hey you should marry the king of England and she's like no I think I'm good and he was like well I already arranged it so we're gonna get on this boat and uh the moment we get off you're going to be uh getting married like you know within 24 hours so she gets there and I was because in Bridgerton like it's almost like people act like they don't see color so it's just like huh interesting anyway so she gets there and the queen at the time is just like oh she's a lot darker than I thought she was gonna be and people are like whispering about it so what she does to alleviate it because they've already decided this marriage is going to happen no matter what (laughs) so in order to reduce the gossip she finds successful black people within the town or successful minorities within the town and she gives them titles and makes them lords and ladies of the court Mm. 
Perfect. Um, and then the show is about how, you know, and the other people are not impressed by this. They do not like this. And the show is how it becomes incorporated into one world. Like they call it the great experiment. And it's just kind of like throughout the show, you like are trying to, you're trying to see if they, you know, how they overcame the resistance that other people were having towards, you know, this and what it looked like. And then also there's things about um, the marriage that come into play where you're just like, what is happening here? And they kind of go into depth about that, but it's a really like cute love story. Um, And it's, it tells a lot of different stories at one time and I really enjoyed it. And at the very end, I was like, this is adorable. I said that out loud to myself. <laughs> it. I love it. I'm just imagining you and just being like, this is adorable. This is that's what happened. I was like, this, this is, ad-. I just looked to the heavens and I said, this is adorable. <laughs> and I loved it. I love how Shonda was like, look, your Bridgerton books are cute. And I'm going to keep going with that. Don't get me wrong. Like we will continue to produce Bridgerton, but I have another idea. So I'm just going to throw that in and I'm going to write a prequel to all these books that you've like spent your lifetime working on. And I'm just going to hit it out of the park and it's going to be complex. It's going to have multiple storylines. I bet the fashion's still going to be there because I love Charlotte. Her gowns, her hair is everything. Um, and I just, I just love that. She's like, mm-hmm. I, I get where you were going, but I'm just going to be able to take it up another notch. And um, then we can go back to your thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> and then they had a, a symphony play Alicia Keys. Um, mm. Oh my gosh. What is that song? I don't want nothing at all. If it ain't you, babe. If I ain't got you, babe. Anyway, it's that yeah. song. Some people want diamond rings. I'm not going to sing because I can't do it. I, you know, I already know that. (laughs) I ain't, if I ain't got you, is that the Mm -hmm. song? Is that the name of the song? Okay. You, yeah. I I love that you did your hand as though you were singing, but you were like, I'm just going to say it. I feel, can you sing? Are you able, are you a songstress? Are you a, absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. In my car maybe alone wow. in my car killing in my car by myself killing it Ooh. okay we nobody can hit the notes that I hit okay <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like Mariah Carey can never I'm on a Z <laughs> I, she, she's somewhere with an F or a G and I'm on a Z okay. listen people are like singing the notes on the page I'm singing the melodies of God okay <laughs> I'm hitting them like it is so it's it's crazy. I can't, I can't even explain it. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Do I have to turn the radio all the way up to where I can't fully hear my voice? Mm. Yes. But mm. do I know that it's coming with like hot, hot fire? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Yes. So that is. So Alicia keeps of, Yeah. And then there's, what's the song called? If I Ain't Got You. If I got you, yeah. And then there's a John Mayer song, not John Mayer. There's a John Legend song as well. I don't remember which one it is, but anyway, overall six episodes, super cute. Definitely worth the watch, especially if you're just like, I just want something that's like very cute. Mm -hmm. I will say it's a Bridgerton series. So there are some sex scenes in there. So there's, there's, there's some stuff going on. 
Yeah, basically. Like, it's not something that where you're like, hey, family, let's come watch this together. <laughs> no, there's, there's real sex. There's talk of sex. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to your family. Don't be a Prince Harry. Um, and so with that, we'll just end this episode there. Um, again, all things British, so I love it. I don't know if you guys will love this episode or not, but it's I love all things British. Again, if you're a British gentleman, someone from the United Kingdom available. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even for friendship. I just want like a little British friend that I can just listen to them talk sometimes. I'm just, <laughs> I love it. We won't anyway. take advantage of you in any way. We just, we just do want to hear you talk. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram. Um, TV told me, um, you can email us at TV told me at gmail.com. Of course, please subscribe to our podcast, especially on Spotify. Spotify, Anchor became Spotify and they changed the metrics on us. Yep, yep. We, we, we thought. <laughs> and so and we need. You are earning money. You are making a commercial. And Spotify is like, no, you are not. You are not good enough in our book just yet. They want us mm. to retire. They want to challenge us. They know that we can do more. That is true, but I'm just saying, like, you don't just stop somebody's money from coming in when they're used to it coming in. Do you know what I mean? Like, we almost had like a full—we almost had like a full lunch meal that we were able to pay for through this podcast. Not dinner, lunch. We had a full lunch (laughs) without drinks, though. Just the lunch itself. Not even brunch. Just lunch. Oh, definitely not brunch. brunch, I'm talking about a Monday through Friday lunch, okay? <laughs> like, definitely the not. The place much. is only open Monday through Friday because the office workers go there and they just need something quick and fresh. That's it. Exactly. But if you subscribe or get your friends to subscribe to us on Spotify, then maybe we can be making that brunch money and we will appreciate that, okay? <laughs> um, but right now, Spotify is like, you get nothing. You get no pennies, you get no dimes, you get no dollars, okay? <laughs> We're like, but why? We're like, you can't even do a, a commercial, can't even come out your mouth. It can't. And you know what? In some ways, it's probably for the best because we had, <laughs> we recorded, we recorded one commercial one time and you would think like, hey, they're gonna refresh that commercial nah we just kept playing it for the full year we were just like oh commercial <laughs> spot here we go <laughs> so I, yeah. y'all don't listen. <laughs> exactly we were like they they know the commercial by now so there we go it's right there this is totally inappropriate <laughs> one time i did listen to the podcast and i was like so dang we really are still playing the same commercial okay cool <laughs> but that's why i appreciate <laughs> you are listening um for next time when we get our exactly. so um yeah we are we appreciate you guys listening please subscribe on please subscribe on spotify but also anywhere that you listen to podcasts so you can hear our lovely voices every week so thank you for listening this week um i was trying to think of a good british goodbye and i threw it off so noodles <laughs> Is that British? I don't know. I was gonna British. say I was gonna say Cheerio, but I'm just like I've actually never heard a modern British person say that. Cheerio, yeah. chap. Yeah, you need yeah. like to say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, and I don't <laughs> think anybody ever actually said it. I think it's just something like in the books, like 
So I'm like, mm. okay, I'm going to work on my British slang. And while I do that, you guys have a good week and we will talk to you next week. Bye.